Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Good evening. Welcome to the Art and All Better podcast. This is episode, I think it's 18 of series two. Uh, I am Mad Adam. I'm joined tonight by Casco Carl. I'm joined by Smarty, and I'm joined by Gilly. Good evening, lads. How are we? Hello. Thanks. Not bad. Yeah. Sorry about the uh, the delay to our to our avid listeners and viewers. I've uh, just been a bit of a dickhead, really, and couldn't get my headphones working. Uh, but without further ado, we've got a lot to cover tonight on our festive festive special before the uh, the, the Christmas break kicks in. So, uh, Gilly, hit music for me, if you don't mind. <laughs> very much thank you so we are almost at the at christmas it's and uh how are we all feeling we all good we've had a bit of a rough december so far football terms but we all keeping positive <laughs> and covid terms me and you have been <laughs> uh, honestly it's, it's not been great has it it's not been a good one but, uh, yeah it's uh it's what it is and it's the uh the modern world a great reset as we're heading towards apparently so there we are so Let's, let's crack on. Let's, I know Cal and I had a, a very in-depth, as we always do, in-depth and tactically astute Baradi and Coke the other day. Um, if you've missed that, then you've missed a treat. Um, I'll come to you, Spartanville. What Liverpool... We've got, I'm sorry, so we're going backwards in time here. Um, I can't remember. Who do we play? Arsenal. Arsenal? Hell, it's, been, it's, been long, it's been a long week, boys. It's probably... Yeah, we, we, we've had an absolute fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know his own name. He struggled you know with that. What? I, I, I'm just surprised that he skipped over the uh, predictions because he's absolutely nailed it this week, hasn't he? I think from from what I remember. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, 100%. fair enough. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> so, smart. Smart. Let's come to you first, mate. Arsenal. Thoughts. <laughs> Lol. Um... <laughs> I don't really have a right lot to say. It was just a fucking shambles on it. I mean, it is 
it is looking pretty bleak at the minute, boys, isn't it? Um, but that said, um, I still remain quietly confident, you know, and I've been getting some absolute right shit at work and stuff like that, as you can, as you probably all are and all that sort of stuff. Leeds are going down, enjoy the championship next year and stuff like that. And even when you're seeing your, your own team getting absolutely paggered and their, their keepers are trying to have banter with South Stand and, you know, pretending to get hit by coins and all that sort of stuff, I just think we're going to be all right, you know. And I still think I still think we're going to be all right. You know, we, we've played some really, really good teams and some really, you know, informed teams as well. And and we're, we're fielding teams of kids and fringe players and maybe one or two starters. It's, it is looking pretty bleak that the results haven't been kind to us, but I'm still quietly confident. You know, you know, Arsenal. What can you say? They're either brilliant or they're shite, aren't they? There's, there didn't seem to be any sort of like medium with, with Arsenal. They're a good team. They've got some good players. They're all assholes. I can't stand them. I can't stand the fans. I hate fucking Londoners. Well, anyone, anyone south of Sheffield, really. In fact, you can throw Sheffield in mix as well. Fuck them as well, but. Yeah, it was a bit of a poor do. I got very angry and just went out and got pissed on Saturday. Thought, fuck it. It is. That's from, it, uh, really. from the group chat. There's a few, really, like... yeah, there's a few people out on the piss on Saturday from uh, from what the group chats were saying on Sunday. So uh, <laughs> there we go. But I think we all deserved it. Uh, Gilly, what did what did you think, mate? Obviously, you you were you were laid up. Weren't you weren't very well, so you you didn't get to go. So. Yeah, no, I didn't get to drown my sorrows. <laughs> I didn't, didn't get any of that. Um, I think I think for me, the frustration is playing against sides that play players as bad as Xhaka and not being in a position to take advantage of it. Um, it's embarrassing that a player as bad as Martinelli can put two pastas. Um, they're, the, the two players that I've mentioned there is shit. Um, and if we've got a fully fit side, I don't think either of them get in it. And, you know... It's really frustrating that we are always end up in a position where we can't take advantage of the fact that the playing a midfielder is Balazaka because it tends to be that way. Anytime we hit a game against Arsenal, we, we we're low on um, confident armed players at any given point. Um, so uh, yeah, there's a frustration there for me. But uh, uh, on the on the positive, I knew that coming into this run of four games, not only were we unlikely to get anything, even if we had a fully fit squad, it would have been difficult to get anything out of these four games. But we were absolutely 100% guaranteed at least one person doing the one-chip challenge. So yeah. I need to come to Adam and Carl and, and, and define who it is. Because I thought if it was four points or less, it was Adam. But Adam believes that was opposite. And it's Carl and Jay that's going to be doing the one-chip challenge. So we can go back and we can listen. But guys, thrash it out between yourselves. Who's doing it? Just go back so and I'm listen so we will and, and see what the f- we'll see who's doing it. I can't remember fucking carrying on like that <laughs> at all. Like what? Like, <laughs> so no saying as, that as worth the start to be putting a bet on where you used to eat two of them fucking things, let alone that. <laughs> so so us, I don't know, I'll have to go back as, and watch it. Listen, as we know from, from the Everton thing, when I was honest enough to give the uh, the points back last season, um I, I, when you were caught, you mean, and then you tried getting it doing again this week. I'll go I'm one nil, of, but then in the group, of, yeah, I'm going two nil. I'm a pillar of honesty, Gilly. I won't have any, any anything else said against me. It's Lambda. Um, what I said was, we will not get anywhere near four points. We won't get any points. I said we will get fuck all from those games. I said if we get four points, it'll be a miracle. And Jay and Carl said they we would get above four points. And I said, we are not getting four points. We are getting nothing. 
is what I said. So Jay and Carlo was a, a, a one a one chip challenge. That was it. That's what you said. Hundred percent. And then I was that confident. I said, if I am proved wrong and we get more than four points, and 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 as a good person, I will include Villa. So if we get four points from Liverpool and Villa, I said I will I will do two of the fucking crisps. That's how confident. So what you're saying actually is we've, 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 it's not been decided yet. Then There's, we're still I mean, waiting on. We the... get... Because there's a potential that we get six points there. (laughs) If that happens, I will will happily do it, but I will do it. No, no, I I think you're remembering that a bit wrong. I think what you said was, if we get five points or more from these four games, I'll do two one-chip challenges. And I think that was from um, uh, the the four games, three of which we've had already. So it's not possible to get four points. Uh, So I, I think it's been decided... Uh, so if it was you that said four or more, then Carl and Jay is a, a one chip challenge. Hundred <laughs> percent. Excellent. I to watch that back. Um, but <laughs> I, I mentioned, yeah, you know, just to go back to the game for a second. I, I mentioned um, uh, Xhaka. Now, now, not only is he shit, but he's also dirty. Um, should have been red carded. Absolutely, one hundred percent should have been red carded. Didn't even get a booking. Um, Although I believe he was but later in the game, which should have at least been his second yellow, but it should have already walked. And then Joffe's but for a lesser challenge instantly afterwards. You had um, uh, a decision given to us on the edge of their box, and then they were allowed to play on. Uh, you know, they, they, I, and I know that there's a lot being made of the refing performances across um, <laughs> across quite a few games now. Um, absolutely not having any of the facts that Liverpool are now complaining about referees because they've had such a massive rub of the green for such a long time they can all get in fucking big um, but but yeah it, it has been appalling really really bad and what we've done is uh, we've, we've taken shit referees um, and doubled them up so we've now got two loads of shit because it's a shit referee running VAR and a shit referee running the game so we've just doubled the amount of shit that's in, in charge of the game rather than fixing anything. Um, so, uh, ultimately, the entire thing was frustrating. We were shit without a, a side to put out, in effect. Um, the ref was shit. Arsenal aren't all that. They're really not. And we got pumped for one. So, do you know what? It can all get fucking bin and let's move on. In yeah. fact, just really quickly, we need to. We, we just need to cover predictions, don't we? Water, no better predictions. So... Yes. Uh, we did have one person that was absolutely spot on and got himself five points. Fuck. Anybody guess wanker. who that was? Fuck that wanker. Rex. It was Rex. <laughs> so uh, we had three people pick up points. Stats went 2 1 Arsenal. Adam uh, went 1 0 and 2 0 Arsenal because he likes hedging his bets and, and uh, cheating. Uh, and Jason went 4 1 Arsenal. So uh, a, total, a total of seven points given out uh, gives us Jay on five points. Smarty on six points. <laughs> uh, Render, Becky, Cy Johnson and Carl all on eight points. The fans on 11. Myself and Luke on 13. Jason up on 14 now in uh, fourth place. Brennan on 15. Stats on 19 and Adam on 20. See that fucker? We're on like minuses, wasn't he? He was right at the bottom of the league last year because we were, oh, we're going to get yeah. a date for something like that. And because we're actually doing shit and, and he's still such a negative bastard. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what it is. The most positive people are down at the frigging bottom. It's bollocks. <laughs> well, there you go, mate. Yeah. You get your trouble. That's exactly what it I'm is. I start being a fucking miserable bastard. 
it helps. Well, that's Arsenal, and that's predictions. And back to you, Adam. Well, there we are. So, yeah, I, I, can we just revel in the fact that I'm top for once? I'm no, always, let's I'm move like, on. As you said, I, I was shit last season. Well, there you go. Right. So, oh, the... and uh, I'm not giving a prediction again after that. <laughs> wayward shit she got out of me last Wait, weekend come on. I'm not doing it again like. don't matter. I said we were going to win as well but what the fuck do I know clearly fuck all I'm, I'm second off bottom there you go there you go sorry go on please so one you were right I was thinking about this earlier right I want, I want your opinion on it lads because you said it there with VAI you've got Two massive pieces of shit now involved. You've got a shit referee and you've got a shit head in within the VAR room. So, who would be the two worst people to run Leeds United? If, if we go back in, anybody who's run Leeds United in our past, who do you think would be the two worst? I came up with Bits and Chalina, which I think were the obvious two. But if you could have any two, like, who do you think would be the worst people ever to be involved in Leeds United? To run the club, just Get yeah, just to run, run the club. Just <laughs> all right, kids would be fucked, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 preseason, preseason tours to Portugal. Um, no, just, just in, just in, you could be, it could be, uh, it could be anything. They could be in the board. It could be in in the dressing room. Like, who do you think? Like the two words. So I don't, people? I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think Chilino's in the mix there. You're not. I really don't. No. On That's the basis one of the worst. That no, it, it was absolutely. fucking entertaining. Chilino's one of his best owners we've had. Yeah, I don't. It was fucking entertaining. No, for me, the, the the two worst people are Bates and Ridsdale. Absolutely. Yeah. You could probably throw in GFH as a as a as a as a front runner. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who's um, dropping the but, egg in the um, egg and spoon race, but still managing to fucking get going. <laughs> He's gone too um, fast. No, for, for, for me, I mean, Ridsdale's got to be in the mix there because yeah. he was the one that caused it all. Yeah. Well, we can always blame Charlton, you know. Well, and Cardiff. Yeah. He's got... He's, he, I don't know, mate. For me, it's got to be Bates. Because at least at least Ridsdale, yeah. for all his faults and stuff like that, wanted success and, want you know, rightly or wrongly, he want, he was chasing the dream and he tried to get his, you know, to, to the dizzy eyes, the Champions League and all that sort of failed, fucked us, and that was it. Bates was just a cunt. Pure and fucking. Oh, oh smile. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. I'm sure. 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 i even going out of his way to be a bad owner didn't leave it in as much as a mess as Ridgedale caused yeah, yeah. trying to do good. So for different reasons, but for me, I think I think it's really difficult to get a piece of paper between them and I don't think anyone else comes close to the pair. No, no, no. No. Yeah, you're probably right. So maybe I was a bit harsh on Chalina. Very, very odd question. I like it. Like, yeah, like, I didn't want to expect it. Negative vibes we're getting from Adam today. <laughs> well, he's going to be in, 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 in,
So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. So um, we obviously every week we do our we do our poll. Um, I've seen it this week. There was a good one. Who's doing the poll? Is that you, Smarts, this week? Is that your thing? Is that hold, on, hold on, Adam. Hold on. Every week, unless I'm holiday in Twitter poll results. <laughs> It's me who does it every week unless Jay fucks it right up. <laughs> there you go. Been away from that. I'm just trying to find it. You got me a bit off guard there. I don't know, I'll be honest. Um, professional, mate. It's always professional. Each week we ask the listeners to choose the main subject for the pod uh, via the poll on our Twitter account. Uh, this this week, um, the options are, does this season's survival depend on strengthening in January? Does the lack of and injuries to first-team players have a negative effect on the younger players? And is this Bielsa's last season? Um, fairly tight. Um, strength in numbers was the winner with 49%. Think of the children in 17% in second, uh, third place and Bielsa's last season in third place. So we did cover this a little bit last week. Probably quite a lot last week, uh, with regards to transfers and who would, who would you know who, ideally who would like to bring in and, and strengthen the squad and all that sort of stuff in the, in the transfer window. But that doesn't necessarily have to mean who we're bringing in. It's more to do with um, the rest of the season and, and does it sort of wholly depend on January or does, is there other things affecting us maintaining our status as a Premier League club? Are you following me? Hey, with me, lads. Gilly yep, looks lost. Um, so, apart from transfers and all that sort of stuff, how can we improve or how can we better our chances to stay in the Premier League this year? Carl? Rob Price needs to get all the injured players back playing. I, I, <laughs> I think that might help. Uh, well, yeah, but... It, it is short answer. Like, but... I, I, I don't know. I just... I, I, I think the idea is still there with Bielsa to play the way he wants to play. I just think the resources he has at the moment are limited and he's still trying to play that way. And maybe at the moment we should kind of be a bit more standoffish and and, and not be as brazen when we're trying to go forward if we've got a few kids on the pitch. You know, pick your opportunities and, and, and use them wisely till you get like players back in certain positions to strengthen it and I think for the first time in, I don't know, nearly two decades, we've got wingers galore and centre-backs galore. And, yeah. you know, and, and it just seems to be right down the middle of the pitch where we're, we're really suffering. Like, you know, centre-backs are dropping like flies there for a while, cocks back, but we've got Ailing in there. And then you've got Calvin out and we're getting Foshaw back, but then Click's out of form and Dallas is either playing left-back or he's playing on a fucking, in the 10-8. And you're like... It, it, and then you've got Jaffe up front and then you've got Robertson behind him and you've got no Rodrigo and Bamford and you're just like the 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 common thing with it is like you, you always go the spine of the team is the most important part of the team and, and it literally is the most important part of our team we just don't have it mm. so maybe just play a bit more cautious in games where we feel we could get absolutely annihilated on the break play a bit more cautious in against teams that are going to dominate midfield, you know, just until we get players back. And I think that can help a lot. Not necessarily signing anyone, January, but just being, not cautious, but just, you know, 
do the do the basics right sort of thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's well, we're trying to do thing. what our basics are right, but we're just yeah, yeah, yeah. But like what you're okay. saying is that kind of to, to solve two positional issues, you, you're sacrificing or three positions maybe to cover two. You know, mm-hmm. you might be dragging Dallas from midfield or from right back to left back in the show rather than just playing a left back as a left back and leaving mm-hmm. Dallas over on right back. Or I know what you're saying. So mm-hmm. you're saying that you know, obviously, to be more cautious against the better teams and all that sort of stuff. Game management, which yeah. has been banded about a fair bit, and it really since we started having a bit of a dip in form. But I don't want us yeah. to. I don't want us to just neglect the way we play either. Like you know, but no. it, it, like you said, game management. It's about picking and choosing where you decide to to break. But I, I don't think the players that come in have been in the first team set up long enough to be able to kind of no. use that game management as well. And if the like, yeah. I think myself and Adam mentioned it there on. B and C, it was like maybe the main players are are maybe if they're out of form a little bit, then that's having a knock on effect on the younger players, and that's when the game management goes out the window if the the senior players maybe don't, you know, play as well as they're expected to on a normal game. But mm. you know, yeah, fair play, mate. Um, Adam, same question, mate. If you know, apart from transfers or whatever, what would you do to try and you know? improve us as a team or improve performances or, you know, anything. I mean, you know, shoot from the hip. Mine's, mine's a controversial one. I'd be pushing for... A, Don't say uh, San Traore. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad yet. Um, I, I, would, I would be pushing, just like every other manager, I'd be pushing for a break in, in football because we, as a team, we look punch drunk. We look like we're on the ropes all every game. And I think we could do with a little break to be two, three weeks with no games where we can get some important players back um, with, with no pressure. Um, so I know that's controversial because we're all going to miss football and I know important it is to everybody, but that's that's what I think we should be pushing for because we're absolutely decimated uh, at the moment. Players are out of form. And I, and I think the pressure is really starting to... We've seen the senior players don't seem to be dealing with the pressure, the full crowds. Um, yeah. you know, and I know the fans have been amazing, as, the, as as we always are, but I think just take them out of the fucking... Take them out, take them out of the line, take them out of the... This, it's, a, it's a shit show, it's a storm at the moment. So I think just having, that, having a break from football and taking them out of it and saying, right, let's regroup, let's go back to basics of what we did last season... Uh, and start getting that belief back in them because confidence for every single senior player in that squad at the moment is on its ass. You can see it. Yeah. You know, you, you can see like... What you're saying is that winter break that we all argued against is exactly <clears> what we need. At this point, yeah. But it's going against us. And it's, <laughs> we, we only agree with but, it if it benefits us. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but we can have it next season, aren't we, because of the fucking uh, World Cup. No, that's what I'm on about. Yeah, yeah the winter yeah, break. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's that's yeah, about, yeah. exactly so. So, so what we're saying is, if, if you were, if you were given the option to, if it were down to you, you know specifically, what would be. you do if we were to have a winter break? How would you get the morale back? I mean, obviously, apart from the injuries, what would you do with this squad? You know, you're at Thorpe Patch, right, Adam? Mm-hmm. You're in charge of the fucking lads. You've got to get the morale, but you've got to get this team, you know, with a winning mentality again. What are you going to do? Don't say taking paintball and or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in the river. No, I, I, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, um, I, I think they should all just 
just take take time. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think they should. Just, I think they should just fucking run a bit harder. Come on, Robert. Kick the ball harder. Kick it harder <laughs> into the goal. Kick it in that goal thing. No, I, I think they should. I think they should take us. Uh, they should all just have a few weeks just to actually let it sink in of what they've achieved as footballers. I don't. I, I don't think a lot of them are, are probably going to have had time to process the fact that they've gone from playing, you know, playing well in the championship, no fans, smashing the shit out of the championship towards the end, smashing it in the Premier League last season with no fans, no appreciation. And I think now this is where we start to see the, the sporting mentality. And I think that's I think the pressure. And I said this. I've said this all along. The pressure of having massive full stadiums when the t- when the shit's hitting a fan and you're at the bottom of the league i don't know if they're if some of them are, are, are mentally strong enough or they've been in these positions before so i i just fucking put them all together make them watch our championship winning season and be like this is what you're capable of this is you know this is the football this is the philosophy this is our plan a it works. It works at that level. It worked at the level without the fans, um, and what you know in in the Premier League. I see. What, I just, see what you're just saying. Get back to but it. It's it's not like they're playing in a negative atmosphere. <clears throat> it's not like they're having you know like like you know previous seasons where the the, the, the players have actually been berated and, and fucking verbally assaulted on the on the pitch. You know, people literally staying behind to give them some fucking right shit as they're walking off the pitch. Mm. You know, yeah, it, I, it, it, I, I can't believe how. Um, how, how, how kind, how nice, how welcoming, and how supportive the actual fan base has been within the stadium. To be honest, it's 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 amazing, and I'm glad because I wouldn't want anyone. You mean you might get an odd groan or whatever if something goes wrong or if there's a misplaced pass or whatever. But the general attitude, I think, the general atmosphere at Island Road has been great, and it's been fantastic, and they've they've had loads mm-hmm. of support. So if if it were to, to turn. Fuck knows how they'll be, what they'll be like. You know, it, dare I say, you know, in, you know, after Christmas or whatever, when patience is worn a little bit thin, and you know, we, we don't seem to be getting uh, the sort of thing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, so, when we're saying about being a bit more cautious, hmm. so when you've got Ailing, Dallas, Cock, giving the ball away in our half and inviting pressure on us. And we can't keep hold of the ball. How do you translate the position that we're in to being one where we're in a position to be more cautious? Because surely being more cautious is having the ball in our half a bit more. Yeah, what I get that. that. Like? Well, being more cautious doesn't necessarily mean that you have to keep the ball in your own half all the time. Being cautious, in my in my opinion, being cautious is if you have it on the wing, not just looking for that. 30 or 40 yard pass that we normally look for when we don't have the adequate players within the midfield to cope with that kind of ball and then switch and play so quickly players that are out of form aren't going to like if, if Rafinha play, like we've seen Rafinha play a few of them balls he's tried switching it a few times a lot a few of them haven't come off because the, the personnel isn't there to read the game to be able to move across the pitch in a in a manner that we're so used to and that's dictated a lot by the way Phillips plays at the back as well. Our play is dictated by him in the in the sense that we can he gets the ball, we know he's going one way or he's going the other, and we have the players to do that. But when we don't have him there, 
we, we missed that co- cohesion in in from his position on the pitch to where we need the ball to be. And I I think being a bit more cautious is keeping the ball. When you were saying there, Dallas, but that's what uh, we can't you know, do. I know, we, yeah, we're not but, keeping but the ball at all. Those passes that they're giving away, they're they're so a lot of them being maybe long passes or or you know passes where. You, you can see. So it I, that, that's that's yeah. the reason that I'm asking the question. Is I don't think it is. If you if no. you look at um, there were a couple of times with Dallas and a couple of times with Erling, um, and and one really obvious one we caught in our half playing mm. a simple ball and not being able to get that simple ball right, and mm. and that is a sign of poor confidence. You know these players yeah. are fully capable of passing the ball. We've seen it and we've seen enough of it to know that that's the case. It's, it's the simple balls they're not getting right more often than not. It's not it's not the the Hollywood balls where actually if you get a Hollywood ball wrong, nine times out of ten, yeah, all right, they've got the ball and the, they might not have it under pressure, but they've got it at the back. Whereas when we're getting the simple balls wrong, it's in our half. Yeah. So it's almost a how how do you get them the confidence to know that they can play that simple ball? when you know that they're low on confidence and actually keeping the ball means that we're going to be playing more of those simple balls that, that then there's an opportunity to get it wrong again and then the confidence is even worse. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I I, that, yeah. for, for me, I think, I think, I think, I think the, the ball retention is one of the main problems that we've got at the moment. Uh, and if you look at Farshaw, he's fantastic at it, but he mm. seems to be the only one that's constantly asking for the ball. And that's not something that we've we're used to seeing as, as as a as a fan base. Is our team not all desperate for the ball? Um, and that is indicative of low confidence. I think so. I think you're right in that. But um, you know, for me, I think what they need to do is, as Adam was saying, is reflect on what they've achieved as a as a uh, as a unit, um, and and try to focus on that rather than, oh God, we've got Liverpool next, and you know we've already been pagged by City and. Uh, yeah, Chelsea didn't didn't deserve the three points. I don't think, but you know, and but then Arsenal are shit, and they beat us four one. It, it's like you know, we're we're in, we're in a tough patch. We knew that this was a tough patch, patch of fixtures. We saw that coming. I reflected right at the start of it when you were going before you did your one chip challenge big talk, um, and, and that was uh, around um, uh, the, the, this, this thing that we all had in the back of our minds of. Oh, it's a really difficult month is December. Exactly as April had been, and we came out of April with loads of points and loads of goals, yeah. and it was like, "Wow, we beat City with ten men." So, so yeah. yeah, we know it's really difficult, but in the backs of our mind, we we still expect something. Now, that's completely unrealistic <laughs> when you reflect on the players that we've got out. Completely unrealistic, but we are an unrealistic fan base. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think I think I think for me, if we come back to. Um, uh, the point at hand. I think um, th- there are elements where, I mean, I, 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 as far as I'm uh, aware, you know, we, we've been told that the, the Boxing Day fixtures and so on will be going ahead. Um, yeah. Now you look at the um, uh, the games that were called off, uh, and the, um, I've got it in front of me: Scum, uh, Brighton, uh, Villa, Burnley, Southampton, Brentford, Watford Palace, West Ham, Norwich, all postponed. And ours went ahead. Ours was the one that was earmarked for TV. Um, so you know, a, a cynic might be the only person that would point that out, but but equally, ours went ahead. We had more players unavailable than any of those sides. Ban on. Yeah. Um, well, so, 
<laughs> yeah. So we're in a position where we know that things are difficult at the moment. There's rumours that uh, Stryke and Bamford may be available for the Liverpool game. Um, but these are rumours at the moment. We don't know who we're going to get back. Um, but you can't get away from the fact that regardless of what we do, we're in a position where we don't have the personnel. Regardless of whether they're on the treatment table or people reflect on the fact that the squad's not big enough and I'm sick and tired of saying you have to take the rough with this move with Bielsa. He likes a thin squad, but he got us here. You can't then say, well, no, we should force Bielsa to have a squad twice the size he likes because it's just not how he operates. Um, but would you not? But, I mean, if, if you if you had the option, I'm sorry to just digress slightly. Right? If you were if you were Arter or if you were Kinney or whoever, would you say, right, you want four players, but I'm going to get you eight? I think if you try and force that situation, you are in a position where you're moving away from the agreed path uh, and there's a potential then that actually Bielsa goes, do you know what? That's not how I work. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. But they did, they did get Lorente. Like I said, rough with this they move. Did, they, they, they were after, obviously, they wanted to replace Ben White and they got um, Robin Cock, you know, and then, and then they got Lorente in as well. They weren't in the market for two CBs, but they got two CBs and we ended up, we needed more fucking CBs because, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. In. And we also, we'd, got, we'd gone in for Rafinha and we were told he wasn't available. So we signed Rodrigo and then we went and got Rafinha when he became available yep. really late in the window. Absolutely. I don't, but that, that for me is they've identified some players um, and some of them weren't available. Uh, so they moved on, they got brought others in. And then those players became available. Not Ben White, but Rafinha did. Um, and, and, and therefore, they brought in players that they had agreed upon. Um, I think that if you went to Bielsa and said, uh, we know that you want two or three, we're signing 10. That's a different scenario. Yeah, that, that's different. Say if you wanted two and you got a stiff four. I mean, you want four, you got eight. That might have been a bit of an exaggeration. But if you say if you obviously to double the amount, say you wanted two, say you wanted a number 10, number eight, number 10, and maybe I know, I know, maybe another centre back, maybe another striker. Would you look to bolster the centre, another centre back? You know, Cooper might be going out this year. I knew they, get him another two players. Do you think? It, do you think that would be a positive move, or do you think that piss him off so much? He just said, you know what, lads, I'm off. No, I, I don't think that would. I don't think that would. I think it would. Be, I would. It would hinge upon him having the involvement in who he's brought in. You know, the personnel, uh, the human, as well as the footballer. Because we know that that's so much more important to him as well. Um, so I think, th yeah, I think um, if, if you're bringing in his targets, yeah, you're bringing in his targets. You know, he will do because he's obviously got a hand in who's, who's been scouting exactly. and stuff. He works alongside yeah. Victor with that, doesn't he? So hmm. our patron saint, <laughs> this, this guy, this guy, right <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. I think. Nice. I think I think I think personally, I, I, and I know it was a, it, it was one of the, the, the potential poor outcomes. I do think this will be Elsa's last season. I will be Me too. unbelievably surprised if he's here next season. And I said this months ago. Um, would you keep him on for another season? Would you want to see him go? Or would you want? Would you would you prefer him to stay and finish? You know, and, and potentially get us up that table. But what, what is it? What I'm throwing you a curveball. I'm throwing you a curveball. Careful. Would you stick or would you get someone else? Come on, shit, take Adam. Let's hear it. Bielsa or not Bielsa? I've absolutely set him up to fall here, haven't I? And apologise in advance. Because whatever you say, it's probably going to be controversial. You don't mean that. Nah, I don't mean that. I can't wait to win shit, take it year again. 
Um, no, so I didn't win it. You won it, didn't you? I didn't even win it. Yeah, you were you were in final. Both you were. You were you, oh no, shit, Tim. It was you I versus shit you. Take. Fucking final, you cabbage. Anyway, yeah. fucking went. I had three. I, no, I weren't. I didn't win. Bielsa, um, stick yeah. or twist, Adam. Stick or twist. This is the easiest question you've ever been asked. I. If our friend the Bremner's ghost is here, look. If um, he helps us for life. <laughs> if he isn't, I think Take football evolves season. I'm, I'm taking this seriously now. Football evolves season to season. I think Bielsa, as wonderful as he is, and as well as he's done, without major major overhaul of the squad. Um, He's, you know, he's he's too loyal to to shit performing players, um, so I don't think <laughs> I, I I keep him from the fact from Can the. Can you just the fucking get on with it? Why he's backtracked on it? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. He um, just fucking moonwalked better than fucking Michael Jackson. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I if if he's if he's going to replace some of the championship winning team with mm. actual quality. Then keep it. If he's going to persist in playing alien at centre back and not replacing championship level players, then then we're going to be in this. Position. I can't see. I think he's. Got, I think he's made the most beautiful music out of the championship squad. But the instruments are now a bit worn and they're a bit shit. And we're always. Going so to be let in me this just position. ask you. Yeah. So let me. We're Come touching on alien at centre back. Mm-hmm. Who else would you have played? He didn't have um, Lorente. He didn't have Cooper. He didn't have Strike. He didn't even have Cresswell. So this weekend, who do you play at centre back? No, no, and that's that's the I get, but that's a one-off in it. But it's not the first time he's played. Not season. First time. So, so, yeah, I mean, yes, he has played Alien at centre back before, but we know that his preference is to play him at right back because he plays him at right back when everybody's fit. So, but yeah. He also does look for adaptable players. Now, Ailins, you know, I, 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 I would do him a note because um, we didn't have anybody else to play there, so Ailin did play there. And you lose mm-hmm. the benefit of having Ailin in your team when you don't play him at right back because he's so dynamite and so progressive when he does play there. I think um, it's unfair to to have a go at him though on the basis of playing Ailin at centre back when we literally did not have anybody else. What he prefers to do is drop Calvin in. He want there, you know. Oh, he didn't I, have the seven options he'd rather have rather than early in the middle. Completely, completely agree with you. But what my point that I'm trying to make, and probably not making it very well as I never do, is <laughs> that is we have to look at the squad that got us up, and we need to replace them man for man. And that's how you develop. And that's how you. That's how you avoid major shit show injury problems that we've had because we've gone oh well Ailin can play this position this position Dallas can play fucking everywhere you know click I will keep him because he can you know he, he can come in and he, he'll cover this we we need to be they Ailin Dallas to a certain degree Cooper 
they, they they need to be our bench players. They need to be the ones that come in if we have injury crisis. We don't be going and going right over. He got scrabbling around in lost property in under twenty threes to fucking fit, fit out a team. We need to we need to be replaced them. And if Bielsa's not going to do that, then he's going to persist in in being loyal. I, and I they are all in Leeds folklore. And I've said this from the minute we got promoted. They're all amazing, but. We have to be realistic, and if he's going to persist with this squad, it doesn't matter how fucking wonderful a manager he is, they're at their peak. They've hit their peak, and now they're on the decline, and that's why we're fucked. Simple what as is that. Their peak? that their peak I, was... I, I, I kind of... I, I... No, sorry, did go peak, Sorry, did we hit the peak last season, or have we hit the peak this season? The, 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 the peak was last season, there's no pressure on them. They could just go out and enjoy football with no fans. Simple as that. But you, that's, like that's, I said, how, how, are we, how are we adding more pressure when all we're doing is supporting them and there's not like a hostile environment for them? Right. If you... Like, how is it it's, it's, that much? Like, surely, surely it would give you more adrenaline and more, you know, you know, bit, a, bit, a bigger push to do to do better than oh, have a negative okay. effect. A prime example, us four doing this in front of each other now on camera, piece yeah. of piss. Could we, could we do this in front of fucking 500 people like sat in front of us? We'd, we'd all be I shitting could. our pants. Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you'd be nervous. You'd be, ner- you'd be nervous. But if you yourself, question everything. I'd be nervous, no, right? No, I'll, I'll I'll what I'm do. But if but if, <laughs> but if you if you made a shit take and you got booed and fucking had shit thrown at you, and I had a really good take, <laughs> and I got a rapture fucking applause, I'd be like, fucking nice one, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I also I just I just want to challenge well, one thing that you're saying there, and, and, and the, hey. the loyalty aspect. We know that he's loyal to his players, but at the same time, you look at the squad that we got at the championship with, and. Uh, Bamford is is more than good enough, and and he's not beyond Correct. his peak yet. Um, we brought Rodrigo. So if you look at the team that is the, the 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 first team that would play, Melier got us up. Cooper would play. We've got a new left back since we got promoted. The right back would play. Lorente since we got promoted. So half of the back four is new since promotion. You've got. Um, Rafinha and, and you've got Dan James would be his preference, I believe, on the wings. Yeah. Um, you've got Rodrigo in the, in the centre that we signed since we got promoted. So when you're saying our promoted squad should be the ones that come in and fill in, well, that's because they are. But the ones that we've bought have been unavailable recently. So I, I think, you know, it's that, it's that we are you know, replacing that squad takes time. You know, you can't do that overnight. And, and had we tried to do that overnight, we'd have done a Villa. Villa deserved to get relegated, um, having spent a shitload of money. Um, and ah, Pontus had just scored an own goal. Fuck <laughs> 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 him. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I, I'm being a little bit unfair with you because I sort of agree with you in as much as uh, there's a lot of work to do with the squad still. But I don't think the shy are doing it, and I think they have been doing it. It's just about keeping those players available, and we are still a thin squad. You know, I, I still think yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I said all along that I think Alioski had a lot to offer the squad, and we really should have pushed the boat out to keep him. I think he would have added a lot at this point in time. Mm. It was always available, and regardless of whether you think he's going to take us to the next level or not, which, being honest, he probably wasn't going to do. It was a he was an important figure in the squad, and we lost him. We lost Berry. We lost Pablo. That's seniority as well. 
players that have been around for quite some time that know what it is to play under adversity. And that's important as well. And, you know, that positive mindset that we're talking about, when you've got somebody like Dallas, somebody like Aileen that's struggling, they need to be able to look at their other experienced colleagues and, be, and know they can rely on them. And that's what yeah, gets them through. At what point yeah, do you think right do, enough, do, we, need, we need to get rid of these fucking players? Because they have to move on at some point. We have to change. We have to get better. We have, we have to bring in players that are better than the current players. That but that's got. my point. We are doing that. We are doing that. But what I'm saying is, do you drag them along with you? You know, you, you, you obviously you're increasing your squad size by bringing these characters, um, you know, with you. I mean, that's that's clearly not going to be a, a good thing, surely. Well, I, 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 I thought that there was, there was, I thought there was still, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd bring Vera back now and, and have him till end of the season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hindsight's a fucking great thing, isn't it? It's you know. I think you are gone, mate. Sorry. sorry. Sorry, so no, I was gonna say this this is my point, and I'm not saying um I'm not saying that you know I wanna get I want Bales to leave at the end of the season. But what I am saying is if he's if we're gonna have a lean squad like we are, we're seeing the detriment to how you know having a lean how how it can just fuck you. Having key injuries in key areas, you're knackered. Like so if if so I, I, I don't know if he, if he's if it's going to be like this and we're in the same position next season. We bring in four players, like you said, Smarts, bringing four players to to replace Dallas, Ailey, and Cooper, and they take a year mm. to get fit, like Lorente, everybody else that we brought in. You leave Stuart alone. He's a fucking right player, Stuart Dallas. I mean, Kyle called it last season, and we all laughed at him. He said they were over the hill. Oh, don't start speaking about that. We'll we'll all be in a coffin next week. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're digressing. We're digressing. That, that has actually yes. gone uh, arms and legs as the pole. But thank you for yeah. uh, that, lads. That's that was very interesting. There you go. So basically, you me you, under the bus again, boys, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, you throw me under the bus on that one. So I appreciate. It. Um, thank you for the comments on there. Um, I never saw really in Derby Aston Villa, but there, there we go. Uh, but you, you, you keep playing football manager. Maybe one day you'll learn. Um, so Liverpool Boxing Day, are we hoping for a miracle, a Christmas miracle, or are we going to get an absolute bagger in? What we got? I think go to you've Utah. got more chance of growing a full head of hair than we have <laughs> beating Liverpool away at Anfield. Uh, uh, this is why I can't and crisps. And, and they're wrapped up to fucking Liverpool talk, huh? <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, go on. You I think we're in a position where if, if, if you rip the arse out of their side the way that the arse out of ours has been ripped, then they're going to struggle. But they haven't, you know, all right, they, they, they've lost Robertson to an absolutely 100% Stonewall red card. Um, it, that was a red card, I'm sorry. Yeah, all oh, right, yeah. Kane got yeah. Kane massively got away with one, but that doesn't mean that the Robertson one wasn't one. Um, so, um, yeah, they've lost him. I think Virgil's still out. Um, so we're in a position where if we had a strike force, we'd be able to take advantage of that. Um, <laughs> uh, we don't... So... <laughs> It absolutely depends on who we can get on the pitch, and and I don't think we've got enough players coming back to make enough of a difference to us, uh, especially if we get one goal and then they injure themselves. 
Um, so, uh, you know, so no, I, I don't, I don't think that, um, uh, there's a way that we'll be able to make enough of a difference to the side that's available to us that'll make an impact on that, on that, on that game. And do you know what? Your cities, um, your Liverpool's, your Chelsea's, the amount of money they've been able to invest into their squad compared to the amount of money available to us. Those aren't our games. You know, we do need to be looking to beat Villa. We need to be looking to beat Everton. But then, then you, you're shy, like Brentford. You know, that, those are, you know, that's where we've slipped up. You know, those are the games that we should be dominating. We did dominate, but we should be taking a point. And yeah, all right. It, it, it was awful, awful watching the City game. I mean, it wasn't an enjoyable watch watching the Chelsea game, but we deserve something out of it. Yeah. Um, but but you know, we like to be unrealistic as a fan base. But when you reflect on the games where you get beaten by a side that's able to put a billion instead of 100 million into their squad, or 100 million into one player, when that's what we've got to invest in our squad on a seasonal basis. Um, of course, it's going to go that way more often than not. That's yeah. not that's not our battle. It's not a free hit. I hate that term. But that's not our battle. Um, you know, your Burnleys, your Southamptons, that's where we that's where we need to be getting on top of teams. Um, and we've had, a, we've had a really tough run, but at least that gets some of those games out of the way. And then, you know, we need to get on a run. I think, Gilly, you make a great point there. I think until we're an established top 10 side, top half side, the games we need to concentrate on are the ones that are surrounding us rather than the ones ahead of us. I I, I, I think, anyway. It's, you know, yeah. Yeah, I agree with John on that one. Like, it's more important to get a point or three points. Like, I think we were very unlucky to come away from Newcastle with a point. I thought we should have had two stonewall penalty on Dan James, you know. <laughs> so... So. Get that. <laughs> Almost enjoyed the City game in a masochistic kind of way. Pep showed us how Bielsa Ball can be played with an unlimited budget. This is very I mean, it's a fair point, but I, yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed is probably the right term. He, he could have sent that message just from Pep showed us how Bielsa Ball would be played yeah. with <laughs> unlimited budget. You didn't have to put the first part in, Chris Ben. <laughs> I know what he says, though, because I, did, I wouldn't go, oh, my God, this is horrendous. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would just sat there like, hmm, interesting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've conceded yeah. again. And you kind of like, right. look... With teams like Manchester City and Liverpool, you look at how, you know, the Bielsa football and, and, and that type of football can evolve with better players. I mean, we've done a... Oh, we've... Bielsa's done an absolutely fantastic job with the current crop of players that he's done. Just imagine what he could do with an absolute cream side in Premier yeah. League. It'd be I, mean, I think that, would be, that was that was Bremner's ghost point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what he means. And, and, yeah. and you know, if, if I were if I were going... I don't know. With the same or uh, a team with the same, similar sort of standards, Phillips and, and, and Rafinha going into a Liverpool game, I'd be absolutely bang up for it. Yeah, we're nervous. They're going to probably punish us. Um, it's going to be a batten down the hatches and let's maybe not damage control, but I hope we're a little bit more reserved than the bit you know rather than the gun ho sort of attitude that we've we've shown in the last few few games and stuff. But am I going? Am well, I you're not relishing Firpo versus Salah. Oh, he's going he's to get absolutely torn into bits, isn't he? 100%. It's going to be an absolute fucking shit show down our left wing. Like, I don't know. Like, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. At, at least Drama's going to have an easy afternoon against uh, Manny, though. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, Drama versus Manny. Fucking hell. 
Well, they are, they, are, they are a cracking side, and and you know we just need to be we just need to be a little bit careful. We need to make us passing better. We need to we need we need. I'm not saying that we don't show a fight, but we really do need to to work for each other and 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 show what we can do. Like you guys have you know echoed earlier earlier. We need to keep hold of the ball better, like we used to do. I saw a clip on Twitter. Um, I can't remember which team it was against. It might have been Dog at home last season or the season one. And that, and it was just, it was just fantastic, wasn't it? They were keeping the ball, were trying to push forward too quickly, too much, yeah. and then it was ding, 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 and then bang, and then every single frigging player is absolutely belting it forward, and we score. We don't see that enough. We do you do know why? I, I I saw that clip as well, Smarty. I don't mean to interrupt you, but my initial yeah. thought when I saw that clip was, we don't, we didn't have teams pressing us the way teams press us in the Premier League. No, no. In the Championship, we didn't have that. Like we had no, some no, teams no, who would come to day, us and, and think, you know, we can go toe-to-toe, but they'd die after 20 minutes. Yeah, but football's football. I know. Yeah, you, you can have your yeah. individual players that are fantastic and can, you know, yeah. tear, you, tear you, you a new heart and them. tie you in knots. But football is football. I pass it to him, he passes it to there. Yeah. If we're not doing the basics right, if we're not covering the basics right, then we're going to struggle, especially against players that are a miles better calibre of player and can read mm. the, the game better as well. Mm. You know? If we if we can't play a simple one too, then we, we're fucked out of it. But you know, like we've said, I'm And this is what I'm saying. I also think so. Liverpool, I mean, again, we, we we spoke about the side at the plough and EFL Cup. Liverpool getting beat um, off, off off Leicester, um, but you know, you're not going to agree with this. I don't think that eleven versus eleven, Liverpool. A, a that good a team. I, I certainly don't put them in, in the bracket with City. I really don't. I think they're over-reliant on the wingers who are class, absolute class. But you put their 11 up against City and it's not even close. I'm sorry, it's not. No, they, they don't have that, anybody in the middle that can dominate a game like De Bruyne. If you've got, if you've got players like Robertson and uh, Alexander-Arnold, they are absolute quality. You will utilise them as much as you possibly Going can. Going forward, I mean, the quality. Like we utilise... You can't defend. No, no, no. That's that's a fair point. But what I'm saying is, it, it's that it goes back to that old saying, similar to where that we were playing last last year. If we can outscore the opposition, we're yeah. still winning games, you know. And and we are very over reliant on Calvin Phillips. He is our absolute linchpin. Take him away, we're fucked. You take Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold away, you know. Yeah, it's a big it's what, a big element of their game. It's a completely I mean, different game, isn't it? You know, we we we've lost what nine first teamers with Liverpool. If you took out Van Dyke, Salah, Mane, Robertson, and and uh, Trent. Actually, that's not half their side. That's about seventy five percent of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because because eleven versus eleven against Chelsea and City, they're not as good. They're really not as good. You know, they're still playing John fucking Henderson for fuck's sake. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, Gilly, give us your rant, man. Just <laughs> give us your rant, man. Just do it. Come on, we haven't had a Henderson rant giving him twenty p. Someone's Come put twenty p. No, I'm not getting going this time. You all, you all already know. No, um, are you want BNC got... after Liverpool, are you? I might well be. Oh, I fucking hope. Absolutely. <laughs> it is a question, Gilly. Henderson or Xhaka? I, I mean, that's tough, isn't it? They're, they're possibly the, the the two worst players I've ever seen play football. Um, I, I, I really, I don't know. Oh, third it, option: have a bath with your dad. <laughs> Again, can I keep my trunks on? Nope. 
<laughs> and, and you've got to wash each other. <laughs> You're a sick man. You are a sick, sick man. <laughs> I know how strongly you feel about these things. <laughs> You're a sick man. I, I've, I've got to plead the fifth. I'm not going to answer the question. I, I genuinely, I don't know which is worse. A bath with my dad or having Jacker or Henderson in my team. I don't know which is worse. They're, they're all they're all things that I'd, I'd rather see the world end. The fact that they're all level playing fields, it, it, it worries me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, you know, what if we got Jack on loan or something? Like, what would he do? No, 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 just, 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 just bring on Judgment Day instead. Mm. <laughs> in the bath with your dad with no kegs on. All right, that's Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bear that in mind. Bookmark that. <laughs> I'll take Anderson. Would you? Oh, yeah, like... where would you take him? The sea or the bin? Yeah, uh, for <laughs> a long walk off a shop up a, up a mountain and push him off it. Go on, then. Would you? <laughs> I'd, I'd almost, I'd almost rather bring back Michael Brown now. Yeah. No, that's playing something. Like... Yeah, asshole. In Edison or Forshaw? What? Same the fucking question. question. What are you talking about Forshaw's better in every every sense. And this is why we're fucking at the bottom of the league. Because <laughs> we're like, not replacing players like Forshaw with good players. But well, like, we saw how good Forshaw can be when Calvin's in Forshaw's the team. Class. He's able to do what he needs to do he just in front of Calvin. That's what you're saying. It. <laughs> well, why, what are you talking about then? He's your, he's your fellow ginge, man. Stick up for the guy. <laughs> you've, literally, you've literally just said Forshaw or Henderson. Oh, we've all said Forshaw, absolutely. And that's why we're at bottom at league. That's not fucking slander. I'm not. What I'm saying is, this is why. This is why when I'm saying about we need to replace bang average players. Yeah, but that's why Liverpool aren't as good as City or Chelsea because they've they're still playing shite like Jordan Henderson. Forshaw played Premier League football for a full season with Borough before he came to us. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He did. He didn't play. No, he didn't. He never. He didn't play a full season of Premier League football. No way. He did. <laughs> I'm going on Wikipedia right now. He did not I'm play. Checking that right now, man. <laughs> I guarantee. I've got a very good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brendan's goals. Yes. Come on, Adam. Find, find out. Right, go on. Right, predictions. What are we going with then? Like, give the scores. And we're not going to come to you, Carl. Water, no better predictions. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So uh, we we are we are uh, ready to go. So um, Smarty, I will come to you first. Then Liverpool predictions. I'm gonna be as honest as I possibly can, without being a fucking idiot. <laughs> So That's not honest that? now, is it? Come on, we know you. <laughs> realistically, I think we're probably going to get absolutely fucked. 4 0. <laughs> what? Liverpool? Well, yeah. Oh, you what, mate? Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, right, I fear, uh, Adam. Right, as, daft, as daft as this sounds, I fear Liverpool's attacking threat more than. And cities, city are better all over the pitch, absolutely. But Liverpool going forward is fucking, he's fucking frightening. <laughs> fucking, fucking frightening, man. Well, give us a prediction Adam. then, Cal. 
All right, two one leads. Two weeks on bounce. I've got him thinking as a prediction. It's Christmas. I'll give you a fucking whatever. Like, you know, have you got some tinsel on your balls? No, not yet. (laughs) Adam, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three one Liverpool. We've got, um, we've got a fan's prediction as well from the ghost of Brenda. Oh, he's getting in here. Oh, look, did you see? Nice one, Ghost of Browner, lad. I don't give predictions, but look, he's got the same as me. Huh? What, what I've never seen Carl on this guy. I've messaged in off before. Oh, here, then, so we got Michael Brown here. <laughs> we all do with the team of Michael Browns. I told you I wanted to bring him back, and there he is. <laughs> I've, not, I've, not, I've not heard that anywhere. Has I've anyone else heard that, that? I've not heard that anywhere. I've not read that. No, really no I've, I've, I, it doesn't mean it's not true. But I, no, of not, course, I've not seen it. I've not well, heard. You, you, you can find anything in the fucking uh, in the media world, can't you? In the well, like the Forty ers have just bought up to forty four percent, so I'm kind of hoping that means we have a few quid to spare, like. So the other side to that is um, one of the breakout clauses that were mentioned by, I believe, mm. Phil um, was that if Rad's um, uh, took a, a, an interest in another club, that, that the 49ers could break out. Um, and um, he is. Uh, he's looking at, uh, it was at a Series C side. Yeah. Pescara. P- P- Pescara. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I've gone uh, to... Just so it's on record, I've gone 2 2 draw. <laughs> it's one of them you're not sure if we yeah, lose. You don't on. want to predict are we going to lose on, this season? Is that what you're doing? This never season? go. <laughs> this season, yeah, I've gone 2 2 draw. Go on, Gilly. Just give us an honest, honest score. Go on. Yeah, no, 2 2 draw. Bamford comes back and scores late on, it's and Christmas. they get a shit ass penalty. It's Christmas. And it's 2 all. Bamford isn't that good at dribbling play. He ain't going to be getting any fucking uh, service from wings, is he? Let's be honest. Not if Raf's playing, he might. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's that's pissed me off a little, a little bit. bit. Not not pissed me off. That's a bit harsh. This this <laughs> Victor Arthur has been quoted recently that we don't have anyone to fucking sell, man. We're at bare bones. We're going to sell some fucking some hospital chuffing chairs and some pissing. Right, be Rafinha, wouldn't it? Memorabilia, man. Wheelchairs. Sell them. Rafinha's fit in the best the best player Brazil have got. Yeah, yeah. He he'd be like memorabilia, wouldn't he? Because we'd only have him as a memory, like so. Now here's a question for you, Adam. Go on. Neymar or Rafinha? Mm. Oh, Rafinha, hundred percent. That's not like you. That's no, not, not like, like you. Him, you know it? that that was a reasonable response. He didn't even well, take a breath. He just answered straight away. Well, yeah. I've not seen any. I've not seen anything about. Everything you're like banging your sister, so you've got to keep him, aren't you? Obviously, <laughs> 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 so it's just Gilly in a wig. Oh, <laughs> but Neymar well, don't was... even make a secret of it anymore. It's so obvious. I know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> God, hold my sister's birthday. Got to give her the, got to give her the goodies. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, what, what a life, eh? We're, right. we're blessed, though, aren't we, Tom? Move on, then, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So, so, let's yeah. get off, let's um, get off into this. Come on. <laughs> let's get off the internet before we get buried, yeah? <laughs> YouTube's going to be coming down hard on us. Yeah, yeah. But the Saturdays, uh, I'm not going to finish. 
So there we are then. So <laughs> we've done it. We've done the predictions. Um, what have we got coming up? Have we got anything? That's it now. Isn't That's it? it. Christmas. That's it. That's it. Till uh, after Liverpool on Boxing Day, yeah. Who's who's, who's, uh, on, who's, who's on that one? B&C for that. Should we have a look? No, have let's a look. be honest. We never really know till the last I'm minute, do we, lads? B&C on Boxing Day. No, have you? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, I reckon it's you me and Adam. Oh, I reckon it's I reckon it's James oh, Mark. Fucking sweet mo- Oh no, we're on. No, can't no, no, read no. it right. <laughs> it's uh Gillian Luke. Oh, <laughs> no. So yeah. so that that might be Monday. Uh just just yeah. before we go, Adam. Um yes, Adam Foshaw played thirty-four out of thirty-eight games in the Premier League for Middlesbrough, so each year. I mean I thought you were gonna try and beat me beat me on a technicality. Well it's not a full season, yeah. it's not thirty-eight games. It's still the <laughs> thirty-four games is still pretty four games is a full season. season like. Yeah. You Anything know. more than twenty-five, you know, you've had a heavy hand in the season, yeah. haven't you? Any more than if you make ten appearances, you get a championship medal if you win. Like so, seventeen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I think it was seventeen. Oh, sixteen, seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. Go on, Adam. What? He's passed away from that as well. (laughs) He's like, yeah, sorry, you're right. Fuck off. Sorry, but you give me them spicy crisps. I'm worried about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, still two games. Oh, they're not oh, to worry yeah, about. Man. Honestly, it, it with a piece of piss. No, no, no issues at all. Dead easy. Yeah, Gilly pissed it, man. In fact, yeah. he were after, he were after more. He wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was looking rapper afterwards. I was watching Gilly's eyeballs sweat. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> he looks like he's going to take off. I've been possessed by the devil. <laughs> so there we go then. Right. right so do yeah, we have any? So... Do we have any? Do we have any nice shout outs for anybody? Do you want to, anybody you want to wish a Merry Christmas to from our div- Oh, fuck that. I, I want a beer. Yeah, right, everyone right. knows. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> yeah, See you on Boxing Look at Smarties. Smart, Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.